It is Monday, October 18th. This is Jaguars Happy Hour. Jaguars Happy Hour is presented by Jet Home Loans. And now, the guy who told Matthew Wright to watch Bendit like Beckham on the flight over, J.P. And bend it, he did. Welcome in. It's Jaguars Happy Hour on a Jaguars Victory Monday. J.P. Shadrick with you. Glad you're along with us this afternoon. We have a busy show ahead, as always, on Monday. CBS Sports senior writer Pete Prisco standing by to join us. Pride of the Jaguars left tackle Tony Baselli is in studio today. The Jaguars over the Dolphins, of course, 23-20, the final score at Tottenham Hotspur Stadium in London yesterday. We'll recap the game, all angles of it, including those Matthew Wright field goals at the end. Social media questions are coming in hot today, and we'll go around the NFL and hear the best sound from around radio broadcast teams in week number six. And good afternoon, Tony. Good afternoon, Pete. Tony, how you doing? Buddy? What's up, JP? What's up, Pete? Um, What's up, fellas? Big happy, win. Tony's happy guy today. Happy, uh, happy Tony. I'm always happy guy, Pete. Pete is probably angry, no, Pete. Not. Pete's always no, angry. The Dolphins are a bad football team. Um, we'll get to that later. I'm just happy the Jags won. You know what I'm happy about? And Listen, that was not a great football game. Um, there were some really good parts of the game. Some really head scratching moments of the game yeah, too. Okay, that we'll talk about. But the best thing is we like this is what you forget. I think sometimes all that matters is winning. Yep. It doesn't matter. Like it, it can be, be ugly, like it was. It doesn't matter, and it makes yeah, ev- you're it, right. It, That's it, all that matters. It, any it, Sunday when you play, and it makes everything so much better. That's why you just have to scrap, fight, and just kill to get a W. And if you do everything, you know, it just. Tastes better. You're you're better looking. Your clothes fit better. You know, it just you like the dog. Yeah. You like the kids. You like your wife. I mean, everything's better. Well, I don't know about the clothes fitting better in late October. <laughs> I'm on a diet right now. I'm on week two of a diet. Yeah, it must not be working then. Here oh, it's go. working. Wow. I'm down. Here I'm down. Doctor DPSOSOSOS. No, no, back, baby. It's like three year hiatus. No, it's not on that. I'm going to keep it quiet until I get. But I, you can already see it. Look at, look in the camera. My uh, face is skinnier. Yeah. What are you just neck? not eating carbs? Look, at, look how tight the neck is. Look how tight. Are you eating? Are you just not eating carbs? I can't say. I'm trying to keep it. I, I don't want to give away because I'm not a registered nutritionist, so I don't want people doing what I do and get sick. Uh, uh actually, what this means is he's not getting paid yet, Pete. So <laughs> that's yeah, what right. it means. You know what else it means, JP? Last what? week when I said he's going into the hall this year, he needs to trim it down a little bit. He <laughs> took it to heart. <laughs> you got to start sometime. Uh, got to start somewhere. Hey, let's let's get back I, to this. I game. know the fe- I know the feeling well. Believe me. <laughs> let's hear from Urban Meyer. He spoke yesterday with the UK media after the Jaguars win, just a few minutes after it, and it's never easy in the NFL. No, I can't stand it. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, I, I do the actual game part. You do enjoy. Obviously, it's a it's a three hour root canal, but it's uh, uh, you know Miami has a good team. You know they've been some of the same struggles with injuries that we've been having. Uh, but I enjoyed. You know I really enjoyed that locker room after the game. I think I enjoyed I enjoyed that more than the actual game. 
you can kind of tell on the sideline, just looking at some of the ISO shots of him standing there and his facial expressions, he just wears it all game long. And that, I think, sums it up. A three-hour root canal, but it's nice when you get the W on the back end, Pete. Yeah, I don't understand that, Tony. though, Pete. Sorry. I know you, <laughs> Pete, I don't understand Wait, that. Tony, like, I love, go ahead, Tony. Have at it. It's your show. I know it is my show. But, Pete, <laughs> isn't it the competing, the fun part? Yeah, but you would think so. He just looks in agony on the sidelines all the time. I don't get it. That's like the I mean, enjoy part. it, right? I'm with you, Tony. Enjoy it. The work leading into it is the oh, hard that's part. Miserable. Game day should be the yeah. easy part. Yeah, I agree. Uh, his reaction to the 54-yard field goal on the sideline, I think, summed it up for everybody. He was like looking down and then just, oh, wow, it went in somehow. But, yeah, that was a miracle. Yes, it was. What a what a game! That was, it was. angels in the outfield stuff. That ball moved like three directions before. It's we amazing. It looked like it wasn't close to going in, and next thing you know, it hooked right on in there. Unbelievable! And Did they 54. cut Lambo today? No, uh, there's. They said they're having meetings today about roster stuff, but Matthew Wright is uh, the starting kicker, as he termed it today. Urban Meyer spoke about three o'clock today, so we'll see. The um, of course the Jags trailed in this game uh, early seven nothing it was thirteen three at one point they gave they had a lead early in the third quarter lost that rallied back to win it those fifty uh, fifty four yarder and a fifty three yarder to tie and win it for Matthew Wright but that last one set up by the slider play on fourth and eight a quick slant to Lavisca Chenault sliding catch timeout one second they practice it most weeks Urban said and um, that really set up. That last field goal, according to the Jaguars head coach. Yeah, we changed plan. We we're going to do a Hail Mary uh, uh, or, you know, one of the big Ben plays just to jump ball in the end zone. And I kept staring at the clock and we practice this every week and it's called slider. It's where you get the ball and we usually say six seconds, five seconds. And we told our quarterback and <coughs> Levesque and I had the Fisher right there and I said, you know, as soon as he catches and goes down timeout and he caught it, timeout, and I looked, there was still that one second left. So we, we've practiced that quite a bit. Pete, that is huge execution by a rookie quarterback and a second-year receiver in the clutch moment of the game. It really was, and, uh, and, and kudos to the staff for doing it. Uh, I mean, a lot of times in that situation, coaches decide, okay, I'm going to try the long 70-yard field goal, you know, whatever, which is stupid, and then they, or they try the Hail Mary. This is a better option, and they clearly showed that on Sunday. I, I – I give him credit for it. And, you know, we've been critical of that staff at times uh, on this program, and, and I'm going to give him credit where credit is due. That was a smart play. Yeah, no, it was a great play. Question, though, Pete, if Miami doesn't touch LaVisca Chenault down there. Mm. He, he gave himself up, though. I, I, he did not go, go watch it again. He did Show it again. Let me see. It looks like he's diving down to give himself up. No, no, he goes down low to catch and dives forward. That's not giving yourself up. Giving yourself up is catching and going down. Going like, down. Yeah, let me see. Play it again. I thought from what I looked like, he was giving himself up. Right. But yeah. you're right. If, we'll why would you touch him? Yeah, that's why I, I was I, – uh, now, because you're right. If you give yourself up, then you can call timeout. But if – it didn't look like he was giving himself up. Let's see. Here's the play. I'm taking a look on Jaguars.com. He kind of rolled yeah, over. Does. Yeah, he's done. Come on. He's, he gave himself up. That's Tony. what the play design was. He's not going to get up and Watch. run. Watch. He's not diving to catch the ball. He just goes down. He gave yeah, himself up. He's going up. down. Right. Tony, what are you talking about? Come I'm on. just saying. So you think they're going to give him a not wrong. In, you're not wrong. The Dolphins shouldn't even come near him. Yeah, if you, I, I guess my point is if they don't touch him right there, 
I'm might, not sure they stopped the clock immediately. You might get one more second, yeah. Well, I mean, it's a timeout. So if he gives himself up, they call timeout, right? I mean, but he's talking about if he keeps rolling and then they don't. Yeah, like I would have said, he's right there. He's giving himself up. He's still moving forward. Yeah, he's still moving forward. Okay. Yeah. Maybe. I mean, just a thought. I'm not. Listen, I agree. It was a great call, play yeah. call. I was. I mean, Jeff and I weren't even thinking that. Oh. We were thinking hail mary, kick a long one with Logan Cook. I mean, what are your options? And it was a great job. And they, because what's the worst yeah, thing? Thank God he there? had the timeout left too. I mean, well, first a lot of all, of if you, and by the way, the flip side is just as bad. If you're Brian Flores, you have to understand, like, why rush anyone? I would have rushed one guy and put you know guys covering the two slot receivers because the only way you can get it that quick with that yardage is those two slot receivers and redirect them and force them to hold the ball a little bit longer. Yeah, it's but, just like on a hail mary. Why do teams always insist on rushing three guys, anyways? They always leave two guys in the middle of the field doing nothing, you know? Why not rush the quarterback? But you know what I'm saying, Pete? Why not get up there and bump yeah, the running I agree. I agree. Right. And redirect. Well, he, botched, he, was, he botched so many decisions on Sunday. Oh, he was the, – the coaching by Brian Flores was, like, unreal. Now, Urban had his own of going for it instead of taking oh, the boy. points. Yeah, that one – Holy cow. That one, what was the thought process of that? There wasn't I mean, it's one. It's not like this is a team that scores a ton of points. you got to get go up seven in that scenario. And here's the other thing. The Jaguars are fortunate they weren't down 21-3 because the Miami Dolphins went up and down the field, and there was a phantom. On the second drive that Miami had it, they got a run down to the one-yard line. Pete, I don't know if you saw this on the game tape. It's a phantom holding call on the tight end for the – I mean, it was a great block. And they call hold, and so it forces, you know, second first and goal from the 20 instead of second goal from the 1. Fortunate there. Yeah, I, I agree. I, and they, and they then on the sudden change, for- they get down to inside the 10 too, or right on the edge of the 10, yeah. and can't push it in. Now, give the Jacks credit. And so and it made me think – if you think back, like that Arizona game and like some other games – these teams are moving the ball up and down the field in between the 20s, but the Jaguars' red zone defense is pretty good. They force a lot of field goals, and the fact that they force field goals, maybe got a little bit lucky in a call here or there. Um, they did. They kept themselves in the game, and they and you know and let them have a chance in the second half. Remember we talked what, last week about hey, you know, the officiating calls sometimes even out as it goes there along. Was, yes. There we go, right? That's I right. Mean, they went the the Jags way this week and they whatever always they were they out. were. I don't, That's it what I'm just saying. Me fans go nuts about him. Hey, did he touch the ball on the punt? Yes. I thought he did. I thought he did. I thought that finger moved. His reaction tells you he he touched it. He like jumped back like it was hot. And you watch his finger, it moves. And here's right. the thing that surprised me about this, uh, Pete. And by the way, I'm happy they didn't call it because that would have been uh, game over. over. At that point, Done. it's like over. Is is how quick did the did, did they say nope? It's good. I'm like, did you actually look at it? I, well, I, I was astounded at how fast that review went. Uh, New York Seriously. is in automatically now on these without even having to go to the replay. So I get they that, can but buzz it, in and say, "Hey, we've already seen yeah, but it." But how many looks did it. you take? Did they they didn't take that many looks at it. You had to really slow it down to see if the ball changed it, direction when yeah. it hit his thumb. Well, his his finger moves. There's well, different angles yes, had they, different looks though. I mean, one angle it looked like it didn't even come close to it, and the other, like the I don't know how the the ring finger can go up on its own. I don't yeah, think it's supposed moves. to do that. Yeah, it's so weird. I, I agree. But, but anyway, he, he hit it, and it should have been a touchdown. <laughs> yeah, I mean, in theory, but it wasn't. So Jags win. 
Here we no, go. No, take your and the and the way that Brian Flores called the end of that game was asinine. Would you have gone for it if he was if no. you were fourth and one? No. <laughs> I mean, no. what are you doing? Punt it, make him go to the field, right? Yes, punt it deep, yes. play for overtime. You, yeah. Like you're basically giving him a field goal opportunity there. And yeah. by the way, if you were gonna go like he, I could have argued when he was up three, and they had fourth and one on the Jaguars forty-five. Mm-hmm. That's where you go for it. And they punted there. And the one time you punt no matter what. And by the way, you're the worst rushing team in the NFL just about. <laughs> against a de- pretty decent against run a, defense. Against yeah. the strength of their de- the Jaguars defense, which is their run game. It was, and Josh, and Josh, Josh Allen, Allen made a really good play Great play. play. Cut he made a great play. It yeah. was great. But it was a terrible decision by Brian Flores. Kick yeah, I, I didn't I – didn't, it made no sense to me what – what are you accomplishing there? You're not in field goal range even if you get the first down. Yeah, yeah, kick it deep. And same thing we yeah. talk about all the time on fourth and one. They're kind of running off to the right over right tackle like and from the shotgun. Like So they're starting four yards back to begin with, and uh, that's another one. It really. was a terrible decision. And let me tell you another thing. Like I'm glad we won the game. Let me tell you what I'm more happy about. that uh, We have Trevor Lawrence and they have Tua. Oh, no kidding. It's not even close. Like Tua yeah. – Two would miss some stuff. I was watching the tape today. Like, I can say this. Trevor missed some throws. Like, it was inaccurate. Two would miss some guys who were wide open. And, like, why are you throwing there? And on big moments, on third down situations, two crossers, Albert Wilson. And on the last one, that would they would have never had to go for that right there. Mm-hmm. Albert Wilson is running wide open. He might run for 30 yards. And for what it, right in front of Tua, and said he goes to a contested throw to Gasecki outside. I'm like, what is he looking at? Well, what also? What about um, the was it? A, it was a third down player early in the game when he got flushed out of the pocket, and he could have just taken four steps and run for a first down. First down. There was nobody there, yeah. and he throws a pass into no man's land. There wasn't a receiver near it. Do you remember that play on yeah. the yeah, sideline? Almost a backhanded, weird looking throw. It was awful. Yeah, it was and he had, and then the interception like. Yeah, what? I mean, what's he doing there? He's got to, It's he, cover two. Like, he's trying to throw it over the top, and it's not even. But close. it was a lollipop. Threw it right to the guy. Threw it right to him. It's not even close. I mean, I Nevin, mean, Nevin Lawson's first career interception, he, by the way, eighteen you, you see why the Dolphins want Deshaun Watson? Well, yeah, and then he also had a tough time picking up the offense last year, which is not a good thing. Like you watch um, him, it's like he's not a franchise quarterback, is he? But you can't – if you're the Dolphins now, if you're trading for Watson at some point, I don't know how you can trade for him now with what's going on with him. But when that, if that clears up and you trade for him, it's going to be for some other coach, don't you think? Don't you think Flores is in trouble? Yeah, I think he's in big trouble. Because that – I mean – Wow. wow. They, how they, quickly that changed. I thought they would be almost a playoff team this year, a potential playoff team. Well, it's just – you look at some of the decisions he made. Terrible. Now, he got criticized for challenging the punt. I would have challenged that, too. It was so close. Which one? The, the punt. The one the, with his finger. Touch punt. You had to challenge that. Oh, all day long. That's a challenge. It touched his finger. <laughs> right. It, right. It actually touched it. If like, we, we should, any, we should get anyone ask, on the show one day and just ask him, did, you, did, did it touch you? Yes or no? The game's yeah, over. Did it touch you or no? They're not going to take it, it away. Is any, I'd ask Agnew. Like, someone knows. Like, he knows the truth. Yeah. No, his his reaction tells you he touched it. It's like when a receiver or an inter or a defensive back they say, "Oh, is it intercepted?" 
Look at the receiver they, or defensive back. They know. They react that way to it. You can tell. We've got plenty ahead on the show. We'll uh, come back a little deeper into the offensive play yesterday. Do a deep dive on the We're going to deep dive into the defense and some of the issues that plagued them early in the game. That's a little bit later, <laughs> Take a Tony. deep dive. That's a lot. We have two hours to go. Uh, we can get into a deep dive on this. If we need to. We're going to. In the second hour, we've got your social media questions, and we'll go around the National Football League. We are off and running. It's Jaguars Happy Hour presented by Jet Home Loans on the Jaguars Hard Rock Sportsbook Digital Network. Jaguars Happy Hour is brought to you by DreamFinders Homes, homes that fit your lifestyle. And by Baptist Health, changing health care for good. I think so. I mean, obviously, there's there's a lot of games left, and we got to keep playing. And um, just because you win one game doesn't mean you're gonna go win the rest. You got to go to work every week and prepare. And just like this game tonight, I mean, you see how the separation's so small in these games. Um, so you really just have to to go play and play a full game. And I think confidence is huge, though. I don't think we've necessarily played with that confidence the first five weeks, and tonight we did. You know, we were. We weren't going to be stopped. We were like, we're going to win this game. No matter how hard it gets, no matter what the situation is, we're going to find a way to win, and, and we did. And um, that's got to be the mindset every week, and I think we're we're building on that, and I like where this, where this team's headed. That is Trevor Lawrence. He is the Jaguars quarterback. And yesterday he went over 300 yards on 25 of 41 passing. He threw a touchdown late in the first half and a rating over 93. And for the season, he still has one more interception than touchdowns. Eight picks, seven touchdown passes, but uh, Trevor's on his way. And welcome back. It's Jaguars Happy Hour on a Monday afternoon. J.P. Shadrick, Tony Baselli, Pete Prisco. We're uh, rehashing the Jaguars' win 23-20 over the Dolphins at Tottenham Hotspur Stadium in London. It snapped a 20-game losing skid. We can stop talking about that, thank goodness, and move forward. The uh, offense yesterday, Trevor as a whole. In those key moments we talked about, uh, that, that touchdown pass right before halftime was a big point in the game. They needed it. They needed to get back in it. And then they drive down the field right after halftime and take the lead. Um, then that, you know, that we talked about the fourth down play, the slider play. Big throw, big moment. Pete, there seem to be more and more of these as the weeks build. That, that's a good sign for Trevor moving ahead. <laughs> they need not worry one bit about that quarterback. Nothing. I was sitting there watching the game yesterday. And I was talking to some of the guys that were working with me, and I said, can you imagine this kid if he had legitimate receivers? Uh, I mean, seriously. And, Did, and, and Didn't look, we go Chenault's through that last week? Possession. We went through those guys last week. I remember that. Yeah. Well, okay, but can you imagine if he had big play receivers on the outside? He, he can stand in and make all the throws. He's smart. He's got the, the head for it. He's tough. He's got the even-keeled demeanor. And on game day, he looks like he's a killer when he when he plays, which is exactly what you want. They have their guy. I mean, he is a star, star, star. He's going to be one of those long-term guys who are going to compete for Super Bowls for a long time. That's how good he is. Just fill it in around him. Everything else, just fill it in around him because he's going to carry him right to that thing. I agree. And I thought that play, the ball he threw to Marvin Jones at the end of the half for the touchdown. Yeah. And you look at it on film, you're like, well, he's not open. 
But it's the right decision at the right time because you're throwing it to a place, you're trusting your guy, you have a backup corner, and the center is in center field that can't go help. It's, it is absolutely the right call and right decision sitting back there. Um, because you're giving you you're betting on you're betting on your number one receiver against their backup corner with no safety help, and I would take that all day long. And it was a great throw. It was a great throw, and you look at stuff like that and just his ability. The other thing I think is so impressive how he just he stands in the pocket, he gets whacked. He doesn't flinch. Yeah, they got hit a good bit. Oh, he too. got hammered. Yeah, they were and bringing he, some heat. And he's not – he doesn't get shook. So, I'm with no, – There is, there is nothing you – know, sometimes there's moments when you look at him and go, that's just a rookie moment, you know. And he wasn't great from the beginning of the season. But there were moments in every single game where you looked at him and you go, mm-hmm, that's it. You know, whether it was that – Touchdown throw to Chark against was the Cardinals or whatever, but there's always a couple two three moments that make you go mm, that that's going to be a star, and he's he's going to be a star. He's going to be a generational quarterback that they drafted, developed, and they haven't had ever. They've never had that. Mark Brunel came in, you know, in a trade. The other guys they drafted didn't work out. This is going to be the first one you draft, you develop, and he's there for a long time, and it's sustainable success at the quarterback position. That's what they have in Trevor Lawrence. They kept running the ball yesterday. The The way the game went kept that a possibility. They got the ball to start the second half, down by a score. He actually ran more times in the second half than he did in the first half. Seven carries in the first half of the game, 10 in the second it's half. not enough. 73 yards, a touchdown, and – uh, there he is, four point three average, uh, as as sure as the sun will rise. It's not it's not enough for carries. What do you he, want? 25? He needs to get about four or five more per game. I want I want I want north of twenty every game. Yeah, he should be getting twenty one, twenty two. And when he's hot, give him thirty. I mean, he's he's their best player. Well, they also have to stop falling behind too. I mean, that helps. I mean, like you said, it could have been 21-3. Yeah, but it wasn't. That's my point. They never I know, got more. but well, so what was it? 10-3. It was 13-3. 13-3. Yeah. Okay, well, that's still, but, they're down 10. And then they drive down yeah, the field and score. You don't get away from the run. I'm not getting away from the no. run, but. I'm gonna go through I, that. I, he's a good back. And, and it's funny on that kind of turf how much faster he looks than he does on the grass. When you you're, think, when I you're didn't great, notice it. What's that? I didn't notice him looking like remarkably faster. Yeah, he does. He looks quick to me. He looked quicker on the grass than on that turf. He's than just he good. On the grass. But he's a good player. He's a good back. And again, which goes back, and that was all over the internet on on Sunday. Why did they draft it back at the end of the first round? It was all over the internet, Pete. On the Twitter. On the Twitter machine, huh? Really? Yeah, on Twitter. I don't remember seeing that. I'll be honest. With it you. was on there. You just got to look. Did you put it on there? No, I didn't. I've questioned it already. You know that. So is Tony. You know, he he might not admit he did, but he did. I don't know what you're talking about. You questioned the decision to take the running back at the back end of the first round. I didn't round. question. I said I wouldn't have taken him. Well, I mean, that means you're questioning it. He's not asking a question, Pete. He's giving you a statement. I'm not questioning it. I just said I would do it. Uh, uh, that's not a question. That's being it's a definitive like statement. But that's questioning the decision. No, it's a statement. Oh, whatever, Pete. 
statement. <laughs> Look at JP. Bury your head <laughs> oh, like you did last week, JP. No, I mean, I'm not, by the way, I'm not saying Travis Etienne might not be a great player. I just wouldn't have picked him there. Well, just look, the value of the position doesn't make you pick him there. Well, he's picked there now, so you can't go revise his. Okay, let's I'm hope not, he gets better and I comes want out better. for you this team. I'm the biggest ETN fan there yeah. is. Yeah, come on, Pete. But, but the year they picked Fournette, everybody said, oh, they blew it on Fournette, and they did. But look what the Carolina Panthers got in Christian McCaffrey. Well, he hasn't played in like two years, almost a year and a half he's now. beat up, yeah. Uh, the best value as far as running backs in that draft was Dalvin Cook. Correct. And he's had some injury issues. I was going to say, he doesn't have like the cleanest bill of health either. Yeah, um, but, he's, but he has multiple The best value is and, getting an undrafted free agent like James Robinson. That's your best I value. I said that draft. I didn't say. No, I know. But I'm saying, again, like, okay, the Bears yesterday were without their top two runners. So who went in? Their six-round pick from Virginia Tech, and he looked fine. Hmm. They're everywhere. All right, well, we'll uh, take a timeout. We'll go uh, to the defense. The deep dive continues on the defensive side of the ball. We'll get to the early issues. Got some, they, that's, they got some competitive dudes over there. They oh, do. I, I like that group. And then we will go through some of the key moments late in the game. The Jags' defense gets off the field the last two Dolphins' possessions, and Gives the Jags a chance in London. We'll break it all down when we come back. Check out the official Jaguars Podcast Network. It's free, and it's on Apple, iTunes, or Spotify, or wherever you download your pods. And this is Jaguars Happy Hour, presented by Jet Home Loans on the Jaguars Hard Rock Sportsbook Digital Network. 1010XL, home of the Jacksonville Jaguars. Oh, I'm in there. I'm in there. You know, I really can't be superstitious because, like, he's going to miss it and he's going to make it. So it's like, if I turn my back, he miss it, he makes it, he makes it. If I'm looking at him, he makes it, he makes it. If I turn around, he misses it. You know, so I'm in there. You know what I'm saying? I'm ready to storm this field. I had all my faith that he was going to make this kick. Uh, he made the one previously, and I was like, okay, I like this. I, I like this chance, you know. So I had James right here and Malcolm right here. So James had a heck of a game running the ball, so I knew he was a little good luck charm. And then Malk right here, and it's my road dog. And, you know, as soon as he, as soon as he, as soon as that kick went good, man, and it was, it was just line drive. I just knew it was going to go in. So I'm on that, I'm on the field, storming it, screaming my butt off, talking a little crap. I just having a great time, man. It felt good to get that win, especially in that, you know, especially in that situation, man. It was, it was unbelievable. That is Josh Allen in London yesterday after the Jaguars win. We'll hear Josh Allen mic'd up after the kick to win the game coming up in just a little bit here on Jaguars Happy Hour. J.P. Shadrick, Pete Prisco, Tony Baselli is patiently waiting his opportunity to get back on set with a double-fisting coffee. It's been one of those days. This defense, though, Josh Allen, you know, you mentioned it earlier, Pete, on that fourth and one play. He cut inside. He had a, a good game all around. T- seven tackles, a quarterback hit, a pass defense, but that that tackle uh, right at the line of scrimmage on that fourth and one play to set up the game-winning field goal. He cut inside and made the first contact, and that was a big-time play from a guy that the Jags have needed a little bit more out of. He was banged up last year. He hasn't quite been there yet. Yeah, we've talked about this, and he, he stepped through with a big game yesterday, Pete. Yeah, I'm not sure he gets the first down anyways, but it's still a great play. 
Um, I mean, you come from the backside and beat the tight end inside and, and just, you know, it was it, he just dominated that guy when he's trying I, to block him. I actually think he gets the first down, Josh Allen. Do you? Slow. Yeah. He needed six inches. Yeah, you're right. He probably does get it. His momentum. It, it's, his momentum would have gotten it, there. It's a great play. It's a great play. He he was active Sunday. And, and again, that's a bad offensive line. But he was active. I I I, I thought he played well. You know, you know what is a just a wake up call for anyone who says, you know, let's just get a bunch of draft picks is the Miami Dolphins roster. They've had a ton of draft picks. They had all those first rounders. They draft traded Laramie Tunsil. They did this. They got that. And they did. It. Tell me where the talent is on that. I mean, now. Well, if you don't pick the right guys, it doesn't matter. That's my point, Pete. Now Waddle is good. Waddle's good. He'd be perfect in the Jaguars uniform. Oh gosh, he can go. Gasecki is good. Gasecki's good. The line's bad. Although the kid from Notre Dame is not going to be bad, Tony. Eichenberg? Yeah. Yeah, Josh Allen got after him pretty good. Yeah, um, but, but he's, I mean, he's his third star, second start at left tackle. Yeah, I, I agree. Um, they had two good corners who were hurt. Yeah, they Howard no, and, and, and Jones, neither one of them played. Both safeties are decent players. They have no real pass rush. No, they have no pass rush. No. It's just interesting. I mean, like, because I'm with you, Pete. I thought this team would be better this year. And they're not very good. And and by the way, if I was uh, Stephen Ross, whoever picked two ahead of Justin Herbert mm. is getting fired. Mm. Chris mm. Greer. That's who did it. Right. Well, I mean, and, and here's the other thing. If Harris doesn't fumble inside the five in week one, they're over. That's right. Good point. They're not the worst team in the league, but but uh, they're not good. You're right. They're not very good right now. The uh, linebacker play yesterday, Miles Jack, was out of the game. Let's hear from Urban Meyer today in his day after press conference about the linebacker play in London. We're still we're giving up too many big plays. We're playing more zone than we had planned, uh, just with injuries and uh, some uh, just. Uh, Thoughts of defense, and so we're, we're still giving away that second level. We're not getting enough depth, and we gotta, we're going to work hard on that this week, actually. Uh, uh, but I, I saw Deuce or Chappelle Russell come in, and boy, did he play hard. Shaq played hard, and, and uh, uh, Dakota, all three of them played really, really hard. And uh, they're not Miles Jack yet, but they're, I'm glad we have them. Let's take a look at what the Dolphins' tight end group did yesterday. Gasecki, nine targets, eight catches, 115 yards, the second best day in his career yardage-wise. Durham uh, Smythe with five catches for 59. Couldn't slow those guys down most of the day yesterday. Well, I mean, and it's not – I mean, a couple of those catches, there's no one around them. Right, wide open. Right. And those and are was, just busts. Those are bust assignments. And I appreciate are. what Urban's saying, the guys play hard. I appreciate that. Most guys play hard. You got to play well. It's not just playing hard. It's playing well. And I saw a couple times our linebackers um, getting caught, you know, taking the cheese on the old play action fake and leaving <laughs> quite a bit of space in between the linebacker level and the safety level as they're playing a soft cover two. And the linebackers are chasing running backs, and there is like a gaping hole 
you know, in the middle of the field that I think I could have hit Gusecki. Um, yeah. The Smythe, one of those Smythe ones, it was the same thing. It was wide open. Oh, it was just wide open. Why? I mean, yeah. it seems to not just be this year, but that seems to be a problem over the years here. It's a different scheme now, right? Well, it didn't. What does it have anything to do with that? I, I disagree with you. Tight end stuff. What is it? I, I disagree. I just disagree with you. Tell me where Young the Young guys are aggressive. You're going to get, they're going to come running up to make a play in the run game, and they're not good I'm telling at you, their There keys. was time those linebackers, Pete, I don't know if you watched all 22. <laughs> I mean, they are they in the like, line of scrimmage. I'm like, it's pass. And those guys, and they're turning around, <laughs> sprinting as fast as they can. And and that, co- that comes from, A, wanting to be a thump, thumper and show off. I can hit. I can play in the run game. And, B, they don't read their keys like veterans do. And, and when you don't read your keys, you, you get suckered into those keys and come know. running up. So well, There was one catch uh, that Gusecki made. There's like three guys chasing him down the field and all like three steps behind him. Yeah. That. It was – yeah, but we won. How did you think those guys played in the run game, Tony? Well, the okay. It's hard to say the yeah. Dolphins are so bad at the run. Well, you were just before we went to this, not this break, the one before you were talking about how many dogs are on that defense. Where, where are the dogs you were talking about? You like the guys, the dogs. Well, who's a dog yesterday? Dogs. Oh, you talk, like, oh, I like the uh, D-A-W-G, dogs, <laughs> right? Dogs, yeah. I well, agree. I agree. Rayshon's a great player. He is. He's a Rayshon Jenkins is a good football player. He is a good football player. Um, you know, I thought they they were helped by getting uh, Roy uh, Robinson, Robinson Harrison Harris. back. Yep. He yeah. was. Uh, he's a big physical guy. Josh Allen. You talked about him. He played hard. Why um, did Hamilton only play fourteen snaps or thirteen? Snaps? He got dinged up. Right. That's what Urban said after the game. Like, um, yeah. you know, So, um. Yeah, so those I mean those guys really stood out. Um, what do you think of the the secondary as a whole? You mentioned Jenkins. What do you think the rest of the guys? Shaq, uh, Shaquille Griffin got beat on that in route, but he had the tightest coverage. I have no idea if that ball got past his arm. And so I think Shaquille Griffin played well. He's a good player. You know, we got some issues with the other I mean Trey Herndon plays hard. He made a re- really good tackle on a couple of run plays and run plays, one, yeah. Uh, Wide, wide receiver screen, but he, I, I just think he struggles to run, Pete. I don't think he's very fast. Um, Nevin Lawson played some time yesterday. Yeah, Nevin Lawson. I mean, he's been in the league for a while. He's a now. journeyman, though. Yeah. You know, yeah, you're he, not he's fine. You, you need corner help. And, and, and look, going into the season, it was going to be Henderson, Shaq Griffin, and, and uh, Campbell. That was your three corners. And, and, one of them's hurt, one of them's gone, and the other one's still playing. So you and got Pete, this is what This is what hurts when you miss in the draft. You used a top 10 pick a year ago on a corner, and now we're saying we need corner help after we just spent a boatload of money in free agency on a corner. Like, that's a problem. Well, they did give up on him after 10 games. Pete, I'm agreeing with you. Like, well, you're right. You got to hit that. You got to hit that. And, and let's go back even a couple more years. You had a corner that you picked in the top ten as well. <laughs> Remember? Well, you know what we should do next week, Pete, because it's the bye week. Mm. Are we having a show? Yes, we are. Just making sure. We should go through and do an evaluation of the roster and oh. where they need help. Because here's my concern, and I, don't, I mean, we don't want to dive into that because I, I don't want to take away from we had a win and the win felt yeah. good yeah. and we should celebrate it. That's right. But like. I brought it up because the Dolphins, you look at the Dolphins who've gone through this rebuild. This was supposed to be their like third year. Young quarterback, second year, 
you know, all these draft picks. Like, this is the year you go compete to win your division, get in the playoffs, make some noise. Well, they're Owen, they were one and five going the wrong way. And so, well, they if we look 10 at games last year, right? If you look at where we're going, you know, we're one and five right now. Let's say we can get five, six wins this year. <laughs> no. Whatever. <laughs> what was that, Pete? Uh, no. Okay, let's just say six. we do. You five or six wins. Now you go. The goal is go draft well, go build it up, and then and then go win eight to ten, eleven, and then the next year you're there competing for a championship. But you got to hit. See, and, and the, that and that's yeah. why I thought foolishly at one point before training camp and everything else that they would have their five or six, seven win season this year and then compete for the playoffs next year. No. And that timetable is rocked. That's not happening. Well, my point is because you can't miss on guys like C.J. Henderson because that's a top ten pick. No, we've, we've had a decade of And by that, the way, by your, the next way. Top, your other first-rounder last year isn't a starter. Cable on and and your first-rounder from a couple years ago was inactive. Yeah, Taven Bryant. Taven Bryant is another first rounder. Your draft class from this year and your draft class from this year isn't bringing a lot right now. And so you have to hit. I mean, right? You have to hit your picks. You can't miss your picks. So next next uh, week, Pete, let's go through the roster and say, let's do it. We'll do it. And we'll just about it's like midpoint evaluations. We'll give grades. Let's give oh, grades. We get a report card. Oh, I like giving grades. Oh, you let's know how much I love that. Let's that give grades, and we'll do, do an evaluation of where this team needs to improve or grow or get players. However you want to say. Get it. your red marker ready, Pete. You're going to have to mark this team up. I what think. do you? I like this idea, Pete. Wow. Oh yeah. Next week in a bye. We can do a. We'll do a deep dive. We'll do a deep dive. Yeah, we can even peek ahead to the draft. No, 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 we're not doing the draft. No, let's, no. Let's just, Pete, let's just do a, a deep dive of the first seven no. games, deep dive of the locker room. We'll find out, you know, kind of the competitive, uh, of the, you know, we'll do a deep dive. I like it. Hey, by the way, JP, we haven't given him credit for the lock. Tony oh, locked I locked it. it. I locked he it. He did lock it. He locked the win in London. He did. He did. And I locked, by the way. Pretty I good. locked a win in London, and three weeks ago I said they'd get a win. And break the streak. And break the streak three yeah. weeks ago, either at uh, Tennessee, against Tennessee, or against Miami. Double locks. I'm 2-0 and for locks this year. Write them down. You know what you get for that? What? boy. That's all you get for that. That's because I've been Way doing deep dives on this stuff. I've been, I've been looking in and studying. And find out where the guys are. <laughs> All right. That's fine. I compete every that's day. That's great. I'm, what just, a, I'm competing. What a competitor. Uh, let's come back in a moment and discuss Sir Matthew Wright. He's now a knight. Who who made him Sir? The Queen. No, she did not. Wasn't there a ceremony you, after the game? No. We did, weren't there. I didn't see You did see that it. on the post game like an idiot. <laughs> we'll talk about the kicking situation when we come back, it is Jaguars Happy Hour presented by Jet Home Loans on the Jaguars Hard Rock Sportsbook Digital Network. White will try from 54 to tie. 54-yarder, nope. And got it! Got it! How about that? Oh, we have the beautiful draw. <laughs> 54 yard field goal 
that was about five feet. I was going to say, you initially said, nope. And I was like, oh, it's covered. To the right. <laughs> and what a draw by right to tie it at 20. <laughs> Oh, and look at it. Start, it oh starts my. out right down the line, and then look as it curves right at look the end. At that. I don't know how many times I've seen that, but they can't be more than a couple. And it drops right in the corner. It does. Oh. <laughs> That's the best. I, this is great. It's Kevin Harlan, of course, on CBS. Nope. Trent Green. And uh, what a call it was on the game-tying field goal. And welcome back. It's Jaguars Happy Hour. J.P. Shadrick, Tony Buscelli. And Pete Prisco. But here's my question. Like, it may be like if anyone's listening to us, you know, write in or go to Twitter. Like if you're a, physics, a physicist. Write in like snail mail, like the old days, because, Pony Express. Like, I want to understand, like, the <laughs> physics around how that ball, because it's not spinning sideways. It's spinning end over end, how it goes right and then left. It goes straight, right, left. Like, yeah. what is causing the ball to move you know, when it's going end over end and not spinning side by side. Does anyone have well, any I have idea? No, I have Pete? no idea, but the next time you you do a game with Harlan, you walk up to him and just go, nope. 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 <laughs> <laughs> nope. But is that a good – I mean, do, do you have an answer for that, JP? Do you understand the, the, no, the physics a, of it? I'm not a physicist. If it was spinning that way, you would understand. Yes, it. like a golf ball. I understand it. why my golf ball slices and hooks so, because it has a bunch of sides on it. <laughs> But I right. think, and we didn't see they weren't. I didn't see flags there's on top no of the goalpost, and there's, there's no it's an enclosed kind of space. Well, so it was it, divine intervention. First of all, it would explain it if it blew one way, but when it goes two way, it went straight. I, it curves to the I, right. I, I sat there and, and watched the video. To I, the left. You, I know. The funny thing is, the Dolphins player on the end of the line is celebrating like he missed it because everyone thought he missed it. I yeah. thought he missed it. I mean. Look, give the kid credit. He, those are two long field goals, one to win the game. I mean, those are that's clutch kicking, and that's why he's the kicker now. Goodbye, Josh. I'd send a packet today. I wouldn't even think about it. He's gone. That that fifty-three yarder to win it was just dead middle. Yeah. I mean, there was that was a no doubter. It's like, oh, it's over. It's like, okay, go home. I mean, it's not like if he missed it. They were going to, uh, I mean, he's, you know, cut or anything, I don't think, after making the first one. So the pressure was off. Look how little he is. <laughs> he's <laughs> tiny. He looks yeah, like so a. Was, my... Scobie was little too, wasn't he? And no. Not, like not this. This guy is tiny. Yeah. Like, what is he, like 5'5? Five, five? I don't know. Let's see what he's officially listed. Look he at this. A, this is just like dead center. Trevor Lawrence said after the game that uh, about a month ago he was a software engineer and now he's kicking field goals. Look at him there. Look how skinny he is. Like, well, he's skinny. And that, tiny. See, Hollis, wasn't, Hollis wasn't very big either, though, Tony. Well, he Hollis just was, was thick. thick. Yeah. But, I mean, th- th- I mean, don't you cut. Lambo today? Yes. Six foot one seventy. He's not six foot. That's what it's listed. Yeah, he's six foot I am. <laughs> six foot, how much does he weigh? 180, it says. No way. Look I, at him. He's like, just five, telling look you. He's, like, he's not look at him. He's internet doesn't lie. I don't know. I saw it on the internet. internet. It must lie. be true. I give credit, man. He's going to turn 16 next summer. <laughs> I would have lost a lot of money. If someone would have said, that Matthew Wright's going to make a 54 and a 53-yarder in the last five minutes of this football game, I would have said, you're nuts. After I watched him kick in warm-ups last week and watched him, like, 
hit the crossbar from 53 and like did not – I mean, just didn't look good. All right. The Jags officially have him listed at 5'11", 174. That's still a stretch. That's still an inch off. So. But you know um, what's amazing too, though? This like, is I give the kind him credit. Of thing, this is the kind of thing that can get a kicker into a groove. It's happened before. No, I agree, but he is – I mean that's the limit of his. There's a limit. That's it. Like he's not going to be a guy like a you know. He's not going to stroke sixty he's not, yarders. He's not. J- he's not Matt Prater. He's not, not Prater who's Prater. Gonna, like at sixty three. You're confident in taking a shot at right. it. At right. sixty three, he might not get it to the end zone. Yeah. Good thing they got the nine yards because there was no chance of the, the field goal otherwise to to win the game without that nine yard play before. No, it, absolutely. He would come close. Right. So wait a second. That, let me remember. They took the ball over with a minute 43, right? Isn't that they what it went was? Back, they went backwards, they went backwards 10 <laughs> yards. <laughs> right. And then they got 12. Here, I'll go through the play. And then they play. got – I'll give you the plays right now. Line up first down, five uh, false start. Yep. Okay. Minus first five. and 15. Yep. Second down, zone read, lose two yards. Now – Lost one, but yeah. Last, okay. Now uh, second and 16. Second and 16. Back up, throw back the pass, sacked. Third and 20. Uh-huh. Drop back again. Little out to the flat. LaVista Chenault gets up, gains 12, mm-hmm. fourth and eight. Slider, first down. Let's go home. Victory. Yeah, so they won despite having a really bad series. <laughs> oh, pretty bad. Yeah. Let me tell you what, when, when Trevor Lawrence is telling his grandkids about like the first comeback win, like game winning <laughs> drive he led the team on, he's going to have to make up something because this is the ugliest, like sinful game winning drive you've ever heard of in your life. You'll have to make up a story. A win's a win is a win. And hey, credit! Give those guys credit. They battled. Man. I, I give them credit. They, they won. Yeah. I go back. Yeah, they to could have easily have two weeks ago. They could have easily all that stuff going on and everything going agreed. on. They could have easily folded up and got agreed. home. I go back to what I said at the top of the show, Pete. This reminds you that was an ugly game. I don't think the Dolphins are a very good team. I don't think Tua is a very good quarterback. What makes me excited is Trevor Lawrence is our quarterback because I think he's damn good. But you know what it reminds me of? Is I really look into this game. And take a hard look at it. It reminds me of winning is all that matters in the NFL. Just win. It can be ugly. It can be nasty. It could be a gift. They could the other team could just give it to you. I don't care. Winning makes everything better. We won. I don't care. We'll fix all the problems <laughs> during the bye week. Urban and his staff will spend time, I'm sure. Long, you know, all week of diving and, and looking into all the different things that, um, that, that you know, we can get better at. And that's great. But enjoy the win right now. And that's that's the most important thing. Peter, you enjoy the doesn't, win. It doesn't help your draft status. That's what it does. See, of course, of course not. It always comes back to the draft. I go. knew this was coming. I knew it. I knew it. No, I'll, look. What's the difference between picking first and second? It really isn't that big a deal. Yeah, just so one pick can, is the if difference. You, if you can win a game, why, why not win the game? I mean, this year particularly. Last year it mattered. This year it doesn't matter. I mean, could you imagine? Think about that for a second. If the Jaguars didn't end up with the first overall pick, they probably would have Zach Wilson or Justin Fields as their quarterback. It's a big difference. It's not even close. I mean, nothing against Justin Fields. I haven't watched Zach Wilson yet except for – yeah, I really struggled. He struggled in a mm. big way so far. Mm. I, did they play yesterday? No, they were on a bye week last week. I watched. But I, I did watch Justin Fields yesterday against the Packers. Not good. 
He's not. He's a rookie. He's not Trevor right, Lawrence, though. But there's a difference between when you look at all these rookie quarterbacks. There's a difference between that guy, Trevor Lawrence, and the rest of them, including That's, Mac Jones, who's played well. But the, there's a big difference. All right, guys, let's come back and get into the second hour of the show. One hour down, one hour to go. Your social media questions coming up. We'll go around the league and recap the game again yesterday in London. It's Jaguars Happy Hour presented by Jet Home Loans on the Jaguars Hard Rock Sportsbook Digital Network. Well, we have a, a bye week next week, and we got to get. We were down three offensive linemen during the course of that game. Three, and our, you know, whenever you have depth, which we do have some depth in the offensive line, Will Richardson did a nice job went in there and protected our quarterback. We get Miles Jack back next week, one of our captains, and uh, we just got to get our, you know, get this team full. And uh, uh, Tyson Campbell, our corner, so we, we were beat up a little bit. We just got to get our guys back. That's head coach Urban Meyer in London after the Jaguars win in week six. And it's the second hour of Jaguars happy hour on a Monday afternoon. J.P. Shadrick, Pete Prisco, Tony Baselli. Jaguars get it done. They trailed in the game 13-3 to at one point in the first half. Rallied for an early third quarter lead. Gave that up and then fought back for the win. Matthew Wright hit a 54-yarder to tie the game with 3.40 to play. And then hit a 53-yarder at the final gun for the victory. He's the first kicker in league history to make multiple field goals of 50-plus yards in the last four minutes of the fourth quarter in a single game. And at long last, the 20-game losing skid is over. It's on to the bye week and now trying to get everybody back, as you heard Urban say there, and see if you can go on to Seattle and knock off the Seahawks. You know, you look at those stats. Can we bring those stats back up Team real quick? Stats. Team stats. On Jaguars.com. And it is remarkable, as you look at this, that we won the game. Well, they're pretty I mean, even. total yards, 431. The Dolphins average 261 a, a game. Rush yards even. Passing yards, we have a little bit more. But the big one for me is this. You know, penalties are very even. But – they converted over 53% of their third downs. We only converted 25%, and the turnover margin was equal. Pete, usually you would say if you just looked at these two stats, who won the game, forget about everything else, just the turnover margin and third down conversion, you would say the Dolphins, just because they stayed on the field and had more opportunities. Yeah. What was the time of possession? Um, the, the, the Dolphins had a big advantage – I think through three yeah, quarters. I thought in the first half, they had a huge advantage. Yeah. Right? So it was just an interesting game. Um, wins was it, great. I think it was an even game, and you know, it could have gone either way. Yo, yeah. I mean, I mean, yeah. Well, usually when a team has to make a fifty-three yarder with no time left, it could go either way, Pete. It's very observant of you. No, but I'm saying you looked at those stats. That's why you. Said, you get, oh, that's why we have you, Pete, to bring you in for the no, big stuff. Well, like, you made the hey, Mirage, that game could go either way. Okay, great. Coin flip. And, Thanks, buddy. And they looked like they had no chance to win the game. Those stats are even, other than third downs. Oh my gosh. So, well, they are. <laughs> great insight. Prisco, it's put on Twitter. Either, it's going to go either way unless they tie. Prisco says that was a close game. That you look at those stats, you look at those stats, and you think, oh, they had, how'd they win the game? Those stats are even. Pete, you didn't listen to anything I said. Typically, I did. in a game like that, third down, they converted over 50%. We were at 25%. Turnover margin was even. That tells you they had more opportunities on the field. They were. And how do you, I mean, and yet, and yet the yardage numbers are almost identical. 
Yeah. Not normal. <laughs> I mean, the other thing, I mean, the yardage is, I mean, the fact that the Dolphins got – they came into the game averaging 261. Hmm. This is a team in the Jaguars' defense, and they they need to – you know, you can play this way. They don't – they do a good job in the red zone for the most part. It's the – in between the 20s, not so much. No bueno. But they get down, they stiffen up, figure it out, and keep guys uh, out of the end zone. So, Bend, but but don't break. Pro- what's the problem between the 20s, in your mind? Can't rush the pass. This guy's right? wide open. Wide open. <laughs> and you can't they, rush they the pass. They didn't get ball. to the quarterback yesterday. Quarterback all, really. wide open. But Ooh. they actually pressured the quarterback yesterday. This is where the sacks are the worst stats in the history of mankind. They actually did a better job pass rushing yesterday than they did any other game with pressure. The problem was guys were wide open. It was I saw one, st- one thing where Chason got credited with three sacks. I mean, three pressures. Is that correct? There was a lot of pressure. Josh Allen was back there all day. Now, you know, I don't know where you see that, but in the official uh, NFL stats, it's quarterback hits and sacks is all they put in the game book. Right. No pressure. So don't know about pressure. It's somewhere yeah, else. They put in, pressure or team what stats. What they put on – the, the Jags, that hits? as a whole, as a team yesterday, had three quarterback hits on Tua. Zero sacks. Who are the hits? Three different guys. One of those was Josh Allen. One of those was Dewan Smoot. One was Jihad Ward. But if you go look at the game, it's a muddied pocket a lot of times. He was not just sitting back there clean a lot. Guys but yeah, that's a bad offensive line, too. You should be. I agree, Pete. I'm not saying we have a good pass rush. But yesterday, there's guys running wide open. Wide open. It okay. would have been worse for, if you had a quarterback who actually found guys. Supposed to hit. For the investment in the pass rush and the money spent on the down guys. Not working. Not good enough. No. Not you're close. not getting – as I like to say in the business world, you're not getting a good ROI. That's what they would call this. Return on investment? <laughs> wow. <laughs> We're learning Boy, a lot today. Well, that's fancy talk right there. <laughs> wow. Hey, Irvin was talking about in that last uh, clip about getting guys back from uh, injury reserve or guys who weren't playing. The guys that are banged up, yeah. And so is uh, we know Linder won't be back for For Seattle. a little bit, yeah. He'll, Can's the same way. Is A.J. Can off for a little bit, too? A little too? bit, yeah. So you're still going to have two. How would you think Shatley played? Fine. How would you think Barch played? Well, you got a concussion. He got dinged up. And then Before Richardson he got hurt, I mean. Uh, Richard, I thought Richardson probably played better than Barch. My guess. They ran, they ran behind him on the goal line down yeah, there. Yeah, I'd, the I'd have to go look at it again, Pete, um, to really do a. I haven't know. watched the tape yet. That's why I'm asking. I watched the game yesterday. <laughs> he wants some pointers. So can he? So he can fast forward to the fourth quarter when it gets interesting. <laughs> Great, Pete. Yeah, Pete does a deep dive on film. Deep. <laughs> sounds like it. <laughs> well, I, I I at least know who should be in the game on the goal line. That's a whole other Well, thing. you do, I, Pete. I, 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 I do. I watch. I just haven't had time to watch the I game. I wasn't tape, being sarcastic because Pete will send me clips and ask me about the offensive line. Like, what are they doing here? He actually does do a deep dive. I'm not saying. I do. I do. That that's that's good. We get the hint. Thank you. <laughs> I'm being serious. No, it's true. He's not wrong. I do do it. I ask him questions. No, when, no, I, when I want a better understanding of what the offensive linemen are doing, I'll send the clip to Tony and ask him. Yeah. Because you do. <laughs> well, you do we, okay, thank you. We get that. Uh, let's let's hey, pause. By the way, yes, go ahead. Was it was that the deep dive joke that you sent out on Twitter where you buried your head your, your head in your hands? Probably. JP, that- yeah, probably was. <sighs> 
<laughs> I got the green dot figured out, though. <laughs> That's what we were asking about last who, week, who, right? Who ended up having the green dot? I think it was Damian Wilson, right? But he was off the field a bunch. Well, maybe it was Rashawn Jenkins when uh, when he was okay, off the field. So you don't know. We I, don't know. I, was, it out. I was sitting here at this desk. I wasn't in London. I don't we know. We need to find that out. Who had oh, the yeah. – d- can we make a – can you call Urban? Do you have Herb's uh, I do not. cell phone? No. Can you call him? I want to know because they were rotating guys in. A lot of times they had uh, uh, Shaq Quarterman and uh, – what's 49's name? I can always forget his name. Uh, the rookie, young kid. Russell. Russell. Chappelle Russell. Chappelle Russell. Yeah. Those two were in. Damian Wilson and Dakota uh, Allen were nowhere to be found. So they could not have had the green dot. Had to be Rayshon Jenkins. Yep. And yeah. we need to do a little bit of investi- investigative reporting. What would you call that? A deep dot. Thank you. Well, we'll come back. <laughs> <laughs> Just a moment. We've got plenty ahead. Yeah, we're going to keep it real when we come back. Keep it real. We always do. Is this with Mondavi? Yeah, did you get your care package? I've not gotten a care package. And if we're going to keep it real, uh, Mr. Mondavi, I'd like a little bit of a vino. Listen, Bob. A little red vino. Bob Mondavi. Bobby, send it our way. If we had a little vino, could we drink it on set here? Or is that no, against the rule? it's against the rule. I don't think it is. This is on the internet, right? It's on the radio. Oh, it Actual is. radio show. Over the air This radio. is coffee, then, people. This is not red wine it is coffee it is a celebration and it's jaguars happy hour on a monday on the jaguars hard rock sportsbook digital network oh jaguars welcome back it's jaguars happy hour on a monday afternoon the daily's place schedule is starting to wind down as autumn is upon us little big town october 23rd Two nights of Kane Brown, November 12th and 13th. Tickets at dailiesplace.com. And, and it has been a heck of a run at Daly's Place. Did you go to Pitbull, Tony? No, I was at, I was with you, knucklehead. I know. I thought you might have gone after. No. no? Did okay. you? Uh, no, I did not. I did not. Pete, have you ever seen Pitbull? You're a South Florida I guy. I have not. I have no. not. Okay. It was packed. Why didn't you go? Why didn't you two go? We had the, uh, there was the city council. I was supporting um, the city and the Jaguars on their, uh, and Shod. The shipyards. On the shipyards development of uh, bringing the Four Seasons. And I I expect. By the way, as a guy who used to live there for a long time um, and still have a lot of fond memories of that city, I'm glad they're building that. I really am. I think that's great for the city. Huge. I mean, JP, since you and I were there, I didn't see. Anyone else from there? I mean, Mark, you know, Mark Lamping was there, and you know, Mega, and a couple, there just some a others, few, some leadership, few, leadership folks, very yes, few. Yes, yes. Um, there were some. Do we think we get like a, a, a lifetime discount or like cheat code to get into the Four Seasons? Well, uh, we've uh, already promised Bucky Brooks a residence. Uh, apparently, Matt Wright gets one now since he made field goals. Why in does Bucky get one? I don't know. We we. I don't know. He brought it up on a show one day. I don't and know you why. gave it to him? I I don't know if I did or not. Maybe John. Um, so, so are, they, could, are they condos or what? Or is it just it's a hotel? half hotel and half residences? Then that, that's not exactly it. it it's, there are residences. There's, there's, in a, it. there's a, mostly hotel, yeah. but enough residents to make it. You know. Yeah. And and so, do I get a free residence? I mean, your name's on the wall. What cool. else do you want? I mean, my I God. actually don't. Well, I mean, you, you know got what? everything already. Tony. Just for the tax implica- uh, uh, tax issues, I really don't. I don't want that gift because you got to pay taxes <laughs> on it. But like free, like free lifetime nights would be good. <laughs> just to slip in the You'd rather not own it, just fine, use it. Right? <laughs> it's always playing an angle. It always. <laughs> just, you know, it actually, I, I really only need it on like 
night of Jaguar games if I don't want to go home, and when there's a good concert dailies. Because the problem is, after dailies, I don't want to go all the way back to the beach. I'd like to stay here. Yeah. I, I would. And, I mean, and so what are they building there beside that, by so the way? A marina there's, there's, and mosh. Science? No, hold on. That's another Museum. phase. That's another phase, Tony. Here's what's happening in the first phase. No. The Four Seasons Hotel. There's an office building uh, right beside it as right. well. And then the city-operated marina with a marina store and a restaurant opportunity, that kind of stuff. What right about there. bars and restaurants? Well, that's part of that. Going to be in the bottom of the Four Seasons also. There'll be some open well, to public areas there. And then the next phase down the line, Baptist Health will be involved, and then Mosh and all that. A little and further I'm telling you right river. now, they got to get – Lot J back up, dialed up. Because if you have that and Lot J, let's go. Time to come Then down. it becomes a destination. And yes. people will take the exactly. Uber downtown to then go you to come downtown. People will take the Uber downtown on off days to go to the go you to stay hang out. downtown. You go eat downtown. You go watch sporting events downtown. You go, and then, you know, I, I mean, there's just a lot that could happen if you get this done. They've been saying that for 20 years. Though. I well, it's I, happening now though. It, but but Lot J's big. I'm not I just think. talking about that. I'm talking about downtown as a whole. Oh yeah, they, I mean, <laughs> and it's good to see some other stuff. Actual, you know, well, yeah, other in, in other areas too. Yeah, other people great. have to step up and let's go. But they, some places already are a little bit. This wow. Doro building over here is going up, which is going to be what cool. Building right right across from the, the baseball stadium, kitty corner from it. It's they tore down that old Doro fixtures building, and they're building. Um, apartments there with the uh, restaurant and rooftop pool and all kind of this cool. It. And then uh, downtown, they're they're developing a few different things right in the middle of the the business district down there. There's we need more water downtown that is the, it should be so utilized and it's not. It but we need more people. That. We need more businesses to come downtown. Like I agree, I agree. I've been saying it for decades. We I need mean, like oh like you know I'm going to be too old. I'm going to be too old to enjoy any of it. Oh, you know <laughs> we're not building it for you anymore. I mean, they're not really. I mean, they're building it for my kids. I mean, well, that's. Be I mean, too old too? yeah. I mean, okay. It'll how long would it take it, to really develop downtown where it's like vibrant and ready to rock and roll? Ten years. Twenty years. Twenty years. Yeah. I mean, I'm not saying. I mean, the four seasons. When that scheduled to be ready, JP? Twenty twenty-five. Twenty twenty-five. Four years from now. That's four years from now. Mm-hmm. It's just a hotel. Yeah, Tony, you're how old are you now? Forty-nine. I'll be fifty-three. Uh, well, I'm 61. I still go get knee deep in it on weekends. And whoa, whoa, <laughs> really? Hey, now, hey. now this is keeping it real by keep Woodford by Robert Bondi. Pete Prisco, keeping it real, knee deep. Wow. I don't even want to know in out, what. Man. I don't want to know what your knee deep you, was. You go have drink. You go go to the bars and have go from bar to bar in a restaurant. Me and my wife, we have a good time. What Come is on. the name of that uh, that road in the middle of Fort Lauderdale? Uh, Las Olas. Yeah, that's it. He's the king of Las Olas. I, listen, I still like going out with the wife. And I, listen, I'm a dailies regular. Any concerts on the weekends, I'm there. Um, <clears throat> No, my point is, not that I, I stay home and drink unsweetened iced tea and go to bed at night. And o'clock I'm looking forward. Way. No, you don't. Yes, I do. And I'm looking forward to enjoying the four seasons in four years. My point is, if you want to do like, it's more than just the four seasons. You gotta get Lot J. If they started that, that's four years. You know, p- past you know kickoff, and then other stuff downtown with other these other uh, developers. The the real winners, and this is why I want it. I'll be. You, you'll be bye-bye, Pete. <laughs> I'm going to live to be 100. What are you talking about? <laughs> he's, he's already digging a hole for you, Pete. What the heck is that? 
It'll be me and my kids. I want my kids. I want my kids and my grandkids that want to stay in Jacksonville. Come hang out downtown with Grandpa. As I'm living at the residence in the Four Seasons. Wait, let's go back for a second. You said 10 years, it'll all be pretty much built up. No, I said 20. (laughs) No, I said 20. I'm going to be dead in 20? I hope not. But there's a chance. <laughs> there's always there's a chance for all of us. At there's that rate. a chance. I mean, what do you think? You how how old do you think you'll make, Pete? Really? Well, my dad's 85, and he's still going. I know, but he's not fat like you. Yeah, he he was he was chubby. He was chubby. Not as how fat old, as how you old are. Do you think you're gonna make. You got oh. fake hips and legs and arms and shoulders. I already know. Yeah, he's, I already only, know. he's only 10 years old. And I already know. I already know how old I'm making it. 91. Possibly yeah, I'm making 91. I, I'm, I'm making 103, and I'm going to be criticizing quarterbacks in a diaper on the couch when I'm 103 years old. <laughs> Are you going to be rolling out in the streets? What'd you say? As you said, uh, quote unquote, knee deep in it when you're 103? No, I'll be on the couch, get my diaper changed, criticizing bad quarterback <laughs> play. <laughs> Okay, I don't think we accomplished anything this segment. All right, so let's get to the actual Keeping It Real presented by Woodbridge by Robert Mondavi. Open up a winner today. Real Ingredients award-winning wine by Robert Mondavi. I don't know, that was a pretty good start to it, but how do you stop falling behind early in games? Well, I think a lot of it is defensively. you got to come out and start fast and get get some stops early, and this defense struggles. I mean, we talked about it. they were lucky they weren't down twenty one. I mean, I mean, three of the first four drives, the Dolphins went right down into the red zone, no problem. Um, the first drive, you know, a couple big plays. Second drive, a couple big plays. You got to come out and you have to execute. You have to start fast defensively, and you have to pressure the quarterback. You have to get after him, and that's something we just struggle to do. Yeah, they got to get off the field. You got to knock that quarterback down and third down. I mean, he was too comfortable early in the game. It was it was easy for him. Seven on really. seven back there, Pete. It was they, he, they were four for four in that first drive on third down. Yes, they were. The good news is, for the first time, well, they actually played better in the second half than the other team did. Yeah, they did. Well said. And at key moments too, they got off the field and uh, when yep. they needed to those last two possessions. Is that, is that not the first game that that's happened? Feels like it. Well, they were minus 42 in the third quarter going in. So, probably. Yeah. yeah. I mean, we'd go back, go back to Texans. They didn't play no. better in the second half. Um, uh, week two, who was that? I'm trying to think of. Broncos. Oh. Broncos, no. Cardinals, no. Titans, no. So, it's the first time they've been the better team in the second half. All right. That's that's progress. 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 Right beat. direction. And, and a W to go with it. That was Keeping It Real, presented by Woodbridge by Robert Mondavi. Open up a winner today, Real Ingredients, award-winning wine by Robert Mondavi. I would say, you know, a night on Las Olas with Pete Prisco would be one to remember in Fort Lauderdale. Uh, Pete, where would, are we going? If, if I come down there and we're doing a night in, in Lauderdale, I don't know, where's Las Olas? It's right downtown well, Fort Lauderdale. Las Olas, it's right in the middle of Fort Lauderdale. <laughs> Las Olas, sorry, I don't know. I, I, sorry, J.P., Mr. By the way, by the way, Tony, since I've moved here, which is three years ago, there's probably been t- ten skyscrapers built in downtown Fort Lauderdale. So you're wow. saying we can build it faster than ten years so they can get going? Yes, yes. So I mean, I'll have. I'll, so I, I think I would be able to enjoy it within my ten year lifespan that I have left. <laughs> <laughs> 
Do you ever go to the W right there in Fort Lauderdale? On the beach. Yeah. Yeah. Is that near Los Olsis or what's Los it? Olas. Yeah. Olas. It's at the end. It's at the end of it. Yes. Uh, I'm there. Let's go. When we come, when do you want me to come down? I'll bring the wife it down. The, it is the bye week this week. Yeah, when you come down, just let me know. We'll go out. We'll go have some. Where, where are we go. going though? I, I, I need. There's to a he- million spots, Tony. It's not like Jacksonville where you got two places to go. Do you? But do you <laughs> have ins? Are we gonna have to wait in line, or will that be celebrities? Uh, it's not like when I was in Jacksonville where I could just walk into a place. <laughs> <laughs> so you have no pull. Basically, you're telling me yeah, I'm coming with some average, just, just a normal guy. person with no pull. Just a guy. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Just to get doesn't sound fun anymore. But you know what? If you get in next summer, then you could go anywhere you want to. I'm That's the right. Hall of Famer. That's right. You could charge him for it too. I will come back in a moment. <laughs> charge. We'll oh, he go. will. Oh, he will. Yeah, you might. Uh, social I'm not media, that type of guy. Uh, not yet. Social media questions are coming up right around the corner. We'll go around the league as well. It's Jaguars Happy Hour on a Monday afternoon on the Jaguars Hard Rock Sportsbook Digital Network. That is Josh Allen mic'd up reacting to the game-winning field goal in London yesterday. The full segment coming up on Jaguars.com. And welcome back. It's Jaguars Happy Hour. J.P. Shadrick, Tony Baselli, Pete Prisco. Glad you're along with us today celebrating this one. That was fun. That was fun to watch. Josh Allen loves it. Yes. How many guys were on the field playing who endured losses in every one of those games? James Robinson. Right, he's won. But he, no, but he was out the last two games last year. Yeah, so yeah. he was on the team, but he didn't play. I wonder right. if there's a player who played in every one. Cam Norwell Robinson. Didn't. Norwell yeah. didn't. Offensive line, right? Cam right. Robinson and Juwan Taylor. Juwan both. Taylor. Every, there you go. Every game. AJ Can, right? Hey, no, he has no, no, Last year they were responsible for some of them. Uh, <laughs> oh, thanks, Pete. That's great. Uh, well, they weren't very good last year. They both have made improved this year, I think, particularly Cam. Tony's um, right about that. He's improved. I think those are probably the only two that play. Uh, maybe uh, Andrew Wingard. Wingard. Yeah. As a special teams guy, right? Yeah, or something. I mean, my he point was, is, he was, he was active there. for he was active yeah. for every one of those every games. Game, right? That might be that time. you might that might be it. That might be it. That's think true. about that. That's true. You know, what I was, as I was watching that Josh Allen, which is great to see those guys. I don't think I've ever in my life have gone that crazy. After winning, a I game. mean, they exploded off the side. Like, like they'd won the Super Bowl. Like even did like you, when we when we, you won at Houston that year, did you go? Um, when we won remember? at Houston, no. Yeah, oh, it, first, first, no, first victory, first victory. Uh-uh. I mean, I remember people excited. We were excited to get off the Schneid. It was a good locker room, but I don't remember running around the field diving on people. <laughs> Yeah, well, you you probably went in the locker room. You guys probably went in the locker room. I think he might go easier on us this week. And then he got there on Monday. <laughs> it didn't happen. But no, and I'm not being critical. I mean, I love watching it. But I was thinking about it as I was watching. I'm like, I don't think I've ever, like, 
I remember Denver beating Denver in the playoff game. That was exciting after we knelt down. I didn't run around and do laps. I jog, I shook hands and walked off the field with my, the helmet in the air. It's like, but today, Tony, nowadays, like players now, if they have a turnover, they go run as a team down to the end zone and celebrate. Yeah, no, it's not being critical. It's different. It's different. I'm not, I'm not being critical of anything. I love the emotion. It was just interesting watching um, the reaction, and I love it. They care. I mean, it's a, it, it, you can tell, and you can tell, J- JP, I thought you did a great job with um, the post-game interviews with Josh Allen yesterday. In yeah. um, listening to that on my way home, you know, you could t- this is important to Josh Allen. I like that. Like, I like, like, the, like it, it matters. Like, this is like, he, like, that losing streak took a lot out of him, and they want to be good, and they want to win, and they want to win for the fans. They want to win for each other. So, my take my comments not as negative. It was just interesting watching that. And I'm like, I don't think I've ever. Yeah, like, a new, I mean, that was first a genera- of all, generation ago. It looks yeah. exhausting. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he was I dead. Run 80 yards. He was dead sprinting. I'll I'm see like, you in the locker room, Matthew. <laughs> I mean, that was a lot. Um, <laughs> but I love it. I love the excitement. It's really cool. And I like Josh's uh, how genuine he was in the interview afterwards. Good stuff. Good for stuff for the Jaguars yesterday. Yeah, it was in great. Uh, let's get to social media questions. Tony, I know you've been waiting. We yes, put out it. the bat signal earlier today. They've been rolling in. Here's the best we've come let's up with. Let's see if you today. read all the ones. I've read some of them in there. Let me see. Uh, no, I haven't. Uh, at Mr. Physic, Physics 83, how was the pass rush in it this does game? Not say, it doesn't say pass rush. It says pause. Pause rush. Pause rush. <laughs> I, don't know, I don't know what a pause rush is. <laughs> how was the pass is, rush is, in this is game? Pause? Is that like the old uh, candy, That's the pause Or Pez? That's Pez. Who won their matchups? <laughs> Who lost the pause rush, Tony? <laughs> I thought Josh Allen was good. I thought Josh Allen took it to Eichenberg pretty well. And I thought Dewan Smoot beat Jesse Davis a couple times off the edge. We got very little pressure inside. I thought most of the pressure came offside. And I think if they got any pressure from the inside, you'd have more sacks. Because I thought those guys won outside. Um, offensively, Juwan Taylor did not have a great day. Gave up the sack fumble, gave up another uh, sack late in the game. So he was responsible for two sacks. Uh, and so I, I, I just didn't think he was great. And I don't think any of them were great against the run or, or blocking uh, the run yesterday. Robinson played well, though, in the pass protection. He yeah, pass protection. But, yeah, I mean, who is he blocking? Um, yeah, <laughs> true. Um <laughs> But he he got beat inside a couple times on the run. I was like, which is not like him. He's he's been better than that this year. All right, there you go. Uh, question number two on Jaguars Happy Hour today from at B for Brendan. Over under ten minutes into the show before Pete mentions the Jags haven't won on U.S. soil in four hundred days. Well, I, I would take the over because we're we're an hour and a half into the show. I wish I would have thought about that. That would have been a good one to open the show with. <laughs> hey, look, it doesn't matter where you play in a parking lot, whatever. You get a win. You, like Tony said, you get a win, you get a win. Kudos to them. They finally got one. I mean, I can't. you can't ping them for that. It might be the only one they get the rest of the way, so you can't ping oh them for it. They goodness. got it. Wow. Are you going to lock that, Pete? No. No. They play some bad teams. They play the Jets. They play the Texans. No, I'm not locking that. Pete, what do they do? You, you said they might not win another game. The next, they got they go Seattle, they go Buffalo, they go Tennessee. Hang on, Indy. Like those, it's yeah. those four next four. Mm-hmm. 
I don't know. What, I don't know if I got the last two order right. Seattle, Buffalo, Indy, San Fran. Uh, so no, you didn't. You okay, San Fran, and then Colts, over. and the Falcons, and the Rams, and the over. Titans. Yeah, they're over in those games. The four so games they play the Colts week eighteen. Tony, they're not going to beat the Falcons. Uh, then they get the Rams. No, at the Titans. No, home against the Texans. Yes. Win. At the Jets? Yes. At the Patriots? No. Home against the Colts? It depends on what, what are the Colts playing for anything. We don't know how that plays out. But I'd say they most they're going to get is four. The most. Probably three. Tony, I'm going gonna, to lock. They're going to make a run? I'm going to lock the, the next Texans game right now. The next Texans. I mean, you're really going out on a limb there. December nineteenth, <laughs> week fifteen. Lock. He's locked. I'm locking it. He's the locked. Jaguars. It's what if Deshaun Watson game. suddenly came back? Would you lock it then too? Huh? What if Deshaun Watson was cleared to play by then? Would you? And everything was remedied. It's not going to be, but if you wouldn't lock it then. I know you wouldn't. I'd lock it. It's locked already. So it's you done. can't unlock the it's lock. Locked. I mean, it's yeah. already locked. Sorry, it's locked. Threw so away the key. We'll have to. I'd almost, I'd almost lock that one myself. By the way, as of right now. Too late. I already did it. You missed the, you missed the boat. You can't. Well, it could be both. a double lock. Oh, ho, ho, ho. that'd be tough. That'd be dangerous. Uh, <laughs> there it is. Wow. <laughs> okay. No, lock that... the damn thing. We're double locking it. <laughs> you told them. Our next question on social media today. Oh. At Trillwill92. Hey, Tony, I thought Tyler Shatley played very well yesterday, as he usually does when he fills in for Linder every year. How do you think he played? I, I like Shatley. He's just so reliable. He's solid. I thought he did a good job. I really did. You know what the best thing about Shatley is? You don't re- you realize he's not a starter. Like, there's not, like he's a solid player. Like, I turned on the tape, and unless I'm purposely watching him, it doesn't stand out that he does anything bad. Don't um, you think Linder's a better pass pass protector than Shatley is, and Shatley might be a little bit better in the run game now? I, I mean, I think Shatley's pretty good. I mean, it's close. It, it's not the, the difference isn't as great as the money. Let's put it that way. Yeah, money's a big difference. I think Shatley would say, "Well, yeah. Yeah. I'll take some of that cash." Yeah, you want to divvy that? Yeah, up. I thought Shatley played good overall, though. He's he's such a valuable guy. I mean. He, it's always good to have a guy like Shatley around. Oh, it really is. you don't worry. It's like when you guys used to play, Ben Coleman was like that guy around for a while. Well, he, he started, started though. But, but when you went out, he played, moved over to left. Oh, he could play. He, ben could play all four positions is your point. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Our next question, social media on fire today. This is at Brown to the bone. Should the Jaguars trade for OBJ to give Trevor a receiver that can get separation? Would you give up a third rounder yes. for the trade? Yes. Really? I'd give a third rounder no. right now for OBJ. No. You wouldn't give a third rounder, Pete? No, I don't think it's I don't think he's good for the young quarterback. I just I wouldn't do that. He hasn't been the same guy since the boat. <laughs> Remember the boat ride years ago when he was with the Giants? They haven't been the same guy. He's hurt a lot. He's not as productive. A no, third, I'm not doing that. A third rounder, Pete. You need weapons. The I guy can run. You might be able to pry somebody else away better than that. I, I wouldn't do that. For a third rounder, who else are you getting better than that? Let me think about it. I'll give you somebody. Mm. I mean, okay. Is he better than A.J. Green? Yeah. Well, A.J. Green's been better this year. 
Okay, I'm talking about the next three, well, you, four you years. You could have had AJ Green for a cup of coffee. I would have gotten him too. The I difference is, I don't think AJ Green would have signed here because he's a veteran looking to go. To, he wants to win. He wants to win. He went to Arizona. That's why he went there. If you trade for o, uh, o, uh, OB, OBJ, Odell Beckham Jr. <laughs> thank name. you, OBJ. OBJ. Yes. Then he has to come. And by the way, you know what the message is? We're, you're gonna have a hundred catches. We're gonna feed you the rock. The guy can. The guy's a great athlete, Pete. He didn't forget how to play football. Now, he's unless not the same guy he was after he tore up his knee. So you're saying he, he he tore his knee up last year? He just hasn't looked. Okay, you're the Cleveland Browns. Jarvis Landry's down, and you're throwing to Peoples Jones. There's a reason for it, isn't there? That's fair. I'd have to do a deep dive and study it more. All right, Question do the deep dive. Number five on social media. Moving along at Stu Witters. Hey, guys, I was lucky enough to go to the game yesterday. Sore throat after shouting the field goal in. What does this do for the team going forward to win such a close game? Does it give belief they can go on to win more games? Or is momentum like this a myth? And sorry, Stu, I did not do that in an accent. I think momentum's real. I mean, I think confidence begets uh, confidence. I mean, it grows. It, it continues to flourish. Um. It ha- it's a factor. I think being a good football team is a bigger factor. Uh-huh. Uh, but confidence is, uh, yeah, like believing you're going to win games, believing you're going to win close games, I think there's something to that. No doubt about it. And and five games in, you're starting to get a feel for your teammates. You're starting to get a better feel for what they can and can't do. Um, if you're, you know, you know what Trevor Lawrence can do if you're Marvin Jones and Chenault now. And, and I think that plays into it as well. But – does winning carry on, carry over? Yeah, maybe to some degree. Doesn't carry season to season, though, Tony. We've already decided that. That's a myth. No, good teams carry season to season. Correct. They just carry over because they're good. That's right. That helps. Um, let's go to our final social media final question one. today from at Jake Leiby. I saw in behind-the-scenes video of the field goal call, Tony was wearing flip-flops. Has he ever considered switching to Crocs? Hashtag Croctober. No. There's a, there's a video from the broadcast booth here at the stadium yesterday of the game-winning field goal call. Uh, it's on, I think, Jaguars' Instagram. Uh, and I, I apparently you're I, I, in I, it with flip-flops? Yeah, I wear flip-flops everywhere. I got Are shoes you wearing on, them today? No, I got shoes on today. I'll give you, Who yeah. wants to see those, those big, nasty feet? I have flip-flops on all the time, yeah, except when shoes, I go to work. Usually, I'm a... I'm ninety. I'm ninety percent of the uh, time. If I'm in Florida, I have two pairs: one brown, one black. Yeah, I'm wearing flip flops. There was a key thing you just said, Pete. Except when you go to work. Well, he was at work. Yeah. Wasn't he? No, I, I wear them to work too. Oh no, that's a fire. Nobody wants to see nasty toes. Thank you. Well, guess what? I mean, it is radio. I then guess. don't look. I'm on radio. But but, I, but in okay, in fairness, to, we're going to go back to the question. Flip-flops or Crocs? Flip Are you flops. kidding me? Flip-flops. It's not even close. Of course. Crocs? You couldn't catch me wearing them things. I've, I've never worn For, Crocs Have you ever put life. one on? They're too squishy. They're not, like, like it's weird. Yeah, no, I'm not, I'm not wearing them. I'm not either. I'm a... I'm a flip-flop guy. If they sponsor this segment, I'd wear the hell now, out of them. Are you, are you a flip-flop Absolutely. guy uh, 
like the ones with the, in, in between the big toe and the second toe, or yes. you like the flat yes. uh, flats no, or the I'm whatever flip-flops. slides like slides. Are you slides flip-flops. or are you flip flop like Birkenstocks? No flip flops. I am too. I'm just checking. Some guys are slides. Yeah, no, I, I wear slides like to the beach or something. That's it. No flip flops hmm. to the beach. No, you can't ruin your good flip flop. Oh, well, I, I got like four pair, Pete. Yeah, I wear flip flops with, with the board shorts. Got this. I got suns out, guns out, little tan. <laughs> I got. I got. What I, are I, you saying? <laughs> With suns out, guns out. Suns out, guns out. Suns out, flats out. Suns out, guns out. We're hitting the important topics today. Florida problems uh, here on the show. We're back in a moment. We'll go around the National Football League and hear some of the best calls from radio around the league yesterday, as we always do. And then we'll bring it on home. It's Jaguars happy hour on a Monday on the Jaguars Hard Rock Sportsbook Digital Network. Welcome back. It's Jaguars Happy Hour on a Monday. And welcome back. J.P. Shadrick, Pete Prisco, Tony Baselli. The Jaguars win. Let's go around the National Football League and see who else did. We start off with the Ravens. They, they put a number on the Chargers, Pete, yesterday. 34-6. to And uh, I guess the Ravens are pretty good. Yeah, and you know what? Urban Meyer talks about injuries and all this and that. The Ravens had 16 guys on injury reserve at some point this season. I mean, they fought through a bunch of injuries, and and that's a good team. And they just totally, totally confused Justin Herbert on Sunday. I mean, they sent different looks at him, and they were they had all kinds of problems. Yeah. They outplayed him in a big way. And I'm not sure about going for like a fourth and eight at your own 26 or something. Yeah, we're getting a little out of control with that. I'm with you. They did it I, twice, too. I mean, I, I, yeah, I, I mean, that's great. If you don't get it, you're getting blown out. You got blown out. And uh, let me tell you what the other thing is. You know who made a mistake is the Ravens by not locking up Lamar Jackson last year because the price tag for Lamar Jackson is going through the roof. Well, he'll be the highest-paid quarterback in the league. Yes. And by the way, he should be. He's good. Yeah, he's good. Really good. Vikings over the Panthers in overtime. The touchdown to win it. Paul Allen on the call on the KFAN Minnesota Vikings radio network. Stand it's by. We'll get to that in just a yes. moment. The uh, call coming up now on the KFAN Minnesota Vikings radio network. Second and 13. Cousins shotgun looking to the left. Steps up in the pocket. He'll fade to the end zone for KJ. Caught and touchdown! And the Minnesota Vikings have walked off on the Carolina Panthers. Kirk Cousins to KJ Osborne. A game-winning touchdown in overtime, and the Vikings beat Carolina 34-28. Yeah, just inside the pylon there, a 27-yard touchdown got it done, Pete. Being in that position, they had a 10-point lead late in the game. Uh, Then the Panthers cut it to to, uh, 7 or 8, and they had them backed up in their own end zone, 4th and like 15 or 4th and 12, and he hit a shot to get the – First down, they went 90-something yards in like a minute to go tie the game mm. and hit the two-point conversion. No business being in that situation. But uh, they they played well on Sunday, the Vikings. That's a good win for them. 
Big win. Let's move along to the Packers and the Bears. Aaron Rodgers with a rushing score late in the game. Wayne Larravee on the Packers radio network. And then at the end, you'll hear Aaron Rodgers yelling at the fans. Three receivers left. Quick count. Rodgers takes. Pump fakes once and again. Scrambles to his right. Buying time. Takes it himself. He's to the five to the end zone for the touchdown. Aaron Rodgers just inside the pylon. And the Packers lead it. 14. <laughs> he still owns him, he said at the end there, uh, guys. And uh, he's right, Tony. He's, he's right. That was great. That was great. I love that because you know why? When he scored in that end zone, he said there was a woman or some people who were shooting him the one-fingered one peace sign right to his face, and he just said, I own you. I still own you. I love it. I love it. I love the emotion. I love – like, it's that's what sports are all about. And it, and no one is getting hurt. No one's getting called names. You know, one side's flipping the bird. Probably you don't want done in front of your kids. But is anyone really getting hurt there? And the other side is telling you that, you, you know, maybe – Bleep, I own you. I, it's yeah, but here's the other thing, good too, Good nature though. fun, right? Knows, am I wrong? Am I, am he's I probably the minority not going to be here? in the division next year, and he doesn't have to go there. <laughs> huh? This might be his last visit. He might not be in the division yeah. next year, and he knows he doesn't have to go there again. No, but I don't. he would have said that no matter what. That's the fun part. I agree. I mean, do I you disagree, no JP? No, I mean, it's great. I mean, uh, if he did that to an opposing player, you get a penalty flag. So you can just do it to the fans. That's fun. The, the fans love that, That's too, the by the way. They're I mean, giving it to him. He yes, can give it back. It's like, let's go. It's great. Like, don't throw anything. Don't, let's not throw stuff at players. Right. Like, or like Tennessee the other like night. <laughs> golf balls at Lane Kiffin. Neyland Stadium. I mean, God. Lane Kiffin got hit with a golf that ball. That was amazing. That was crazy. That was un- unreal. I'm watching that game. I'm like, what are they doing? Right. You watched that game right before Arizona got beat? Arizona State got beat yesterday. I mean, Arizona Same State, old crappy yeah. season. They're done. It's over. It was done before you started the season, Pete. Let's be clear. Let's be honest with that. Uh, Bengals over the Lions, 34-11. Ouch. And here we go. The Lions Ouch. are winless still. Uh, Colts over the Texans. And, boy, the, yeah, the Texans Oof. are not playing well right now. 31-3. to Oof. We'll just do one-word answers on these. Oof. Rams over the Giants, 38-11. What would you say about that one, Tony? <laughs> Joe Judge, Joe, Joe Judge, Joe Judge. Well, they're banged up. They don't have any weapons. I don't care. Joe Judge calling players out, saying guys are loafing. Practice will tell me who wants to play or not. We're getting after it old school. Let's go. Strap it up. Nine on seven live goal line. Find out who wants to Remind play. Remind you of anything? Remind you of anything way yeah, back in the day? Yeah, that's how we did it. <laughs> wasn't, he, didn't he, wasn't he the one that made guys run after penalties at – Training camp yes. a couple years ago. We yes. did the same yes. thing. Yes. Uh, moving along to the Chiefs and Washington. Chiefs win it 31-13. Patrick Mahomes' final touchdown pass of the game as called by Mitch Holtis of 106.5 The Wolf and the Chiefs Radio Network. Hardman in motion, sprinting in front of the face of Mahomes. is in the shotgun. Takes the snap from Humphrey. Fake pattern. He runs wide open. Caught a touchdown. Kansas City. Demarcus Robinson left the corner in the dust. A 24-yard touchdown. Patrick Mahomes to Demarcus Robinson. Well, what a day for the Chiefs, and uh, there they are. Patrick Mahomes is still playing in the league. That's the day. That will be the day that the Chiefs get back to being the Chiefs again. And everybody buried – last week people were talking about burying them, which was absurd. You can't bury that guy. 
Uh, he didn't even play that well. He had two bad interceptions. But the defense actually was better. Now, Washington's not a great offensive team, but that's progress in that world. So Who's going to win the, the AFC Chiefs. West? You have you, Right now you have two teams at 4-2 and two and, and the Chiefs at 3-3 three and three and the Broncos at 3-3. Three and three. I still think the, the Chiefs will find a way, don't you? Mm. Uh, mm. I don't know. Mm. I don't know. I, I mean, I think the Chargers. Chargers are pretty good because they're good pretty defensively good. too, Pete. They got some. They haven't played. Pete. Tony, they're giving up like 150 yards a game on the ground. I know they've played well, but they got some talent on that side of the ball and figure it yeah. out. And that's the interesting thing. I mean, Brandon Staley is a defensive guy, and they're getting just shredded. Yeah. Cardinals over the Browns, 37-14. And Baker, Baker's hurt again, and they're undefeated, the Cardinals. Unreal. Are. And that, that was a game I thought they would have problems with because they give up a ton of yards on the ground. We thought that the Browns would do their usual. But here's what happened. Both tackles were out. It's a different line when you don't have both tackles. Neither one of them played. And they couldn't get any push. And Arizona, even without Kingsbury, went in there and played really well and had a good plan for them. Arizona's legitimate. That's a good team. But you, where would you rank them in the NFC, though? The power rankings? You'd still put them behind the Rams, even though they beat the Rams. They destroyed the Rams. Pete, you had to bet money right now. Right now, who's making the Super Bowl, and you had to lay odds. Where are you Tampa putting them? Tampa Bay is the best team. Tampa Bay, you're putting Tampa above them, you're putting Green Bay above them, and you're putting the Rams above them, even though they beat the Rams. Use the Hard Rock Sportsbook for that, by the way. Yeah, I can't. I don't bet. I can't either. I don't know if I don't know if the Rams would be above them. I'm asking you. You set the odds. Uh, Bucks big favorites. Packers second. Probably Cardinals third. What about uh, the Cowboys? I put the Cowboys before the Cardinals. I don't. Why don't? And I don't know why. Why do I not have confidence in Arizona? Mm, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Playing well because you saw them. You saw them. And they didn't play well that week because they were peeking ahead in the Rams game. I just. I mean. I don't know. Raiders over the Broncos, 34-24. Even after losing John Gruden, the Raiders get it done. And then, speaking of the Cowboys, they go to New England and get an overtime win. Here's the game winner, Dak to CeeDee Lamb, Brad Sham on the 105.3 The Fan and the Dallas Cowboys Radio Network. CeeDee Lamb has caught eight balls for 114 and a touchdown. Okay, we've had a bunch of holding calls, but now you're telling your linemen here, balls at the 35, do not get extended, do not Get your arms outside of your defender. Play fake. Boot to the right. Looking down the field. Lamb. 10-5. Victory. Cowboys win. The Ghosts are exorcised. 35-29. That's Brad Sham. Babe Laufenberg is the analyst for the Cowboys radio network. And a big win for Dallas. Yeah, well, 570 yards of offense against Belichick. It's the most he's ever given up in, in any role as a coordinator or as a head coach. That's incredible. That offense is really, yeah. really good. Uh, dynamic, in fact. Defensively, they're getting better. They're, that's a good team. And, and by the way, at the end of the game, they threw a pick six. They were trying to run out the clock and got a delay of game. Mm. That – and Romo and those guys didn't say anything about that. That's inexcusable for a Belichick coach team. I don't care if you have a rookie quarterback or not. That's terrible. And then, the, yeah, go ahead. Well, and the uh, yeah about the Cowboys. The other thing you talked about their defense, Pete. That Randy Gregory, good football player now. Really good, really good. And Diggs makes a lot of big plays. 
One more game. Steelers over the Seahawks last night. The key overtime fumble caused by T.J. Watt. Ryan Radke on Westwood 1. Smith with his hands under center. Takes the snap. He's back. Fakes the hand off to Dallas. Plants his feet. Looks. Pumps. Steps up. Smith is going to run. He's hit and brought down. He lost the ball. It's picked up by Devin Bush. Devin Bush is brought down at the 17. The Steelers take over. T.J. Watt knocked it out, and Devin Bush recovers, and now Pittsburgh is set up with a chance to win. And they got the field goal to win, a battle of teams that needed that game to just stay at least within arm's length of the leaders in their respective divisions, Pete. Yeah, and look, the Steelers have uh, kind of started the right things a little bit. Roethlisberger even took a couple shots down the field and, and looked much better doing so. Uh, one quick thing, when Devin White – when uh, Devin Bush picked it up, when he picked it up, what was he doing? <laughs> Almost looked like he was running the wrong way for a second and yeah. then realized. Yeah, yeah. I thought we were going to have a, what was it, Jim Marshall moment? That'd yeah, be great. Jim Marshall went the wrong way. Yeah, that would have been How something. great would that have been? Uh, it would have been great for the other team, but not, uh, not the Steelers. Monday Night Football. <laughs> it's an AFC battle between contenders. Pete Sky, quarterback Josh Allen, leads the 4-1 Buffalo Bills into Music City, USA to face Derrick Henry, the league's leading rusher, and the 3-2 Titans in command of the AFC South. Who you got tonight on the Cumberland River? Pete? Well, the Bills are going to win the game, but I think the Titans are going to hang around. Uh, I think they last, last time they played them, they played a lot of zone and frustrated Allen. Like just like Buffalo did to Kansas City last week. And here's the other thing. When you put a lot into a game and they put a ton into beating the Chiefs, the next week is always a little bit of a letdown. We saw that with the Rams and Cardinals when the Rams beat the Bucks. I'll take Buffalo to win, but it's going to be close. Who you got quickly, Tone? Uh, Buffalo. One, Buffalo. Uh, t- Pete will talk to you. Have a good one. You got it. Pete Prisco, right, out of here. See you, Pete. Tony Vaselli, out of here. Joe Fortunato on the audio. Brent Reber on the video for our whole crew. I'm J.P. Shadrick, and we will catch you next time. It's Jaguars Happy Hour on the Jaguars Hard Rock Sportsbook Digital Network.